2: Life cycle is a series of stages through which an individual, culture or manufactured product passes through within its lifetime. Welcome to the Life Cycle radio show with your host Pastor Ken Jones. Ken is here to help you through trauma, self-care, being overwhelmed and coping with your life cycle issues. So now, please welcome the host of Life Cycle, Pastor Kenneth Jones.
3: Coming to you live from the BBM Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Life Cycle. And I'm your host, Pastor Ken Jones, and I look forward to connecting with you again and sharing with you as we talk about those things that will impact your total well being spirit, soul, and body. Today, we're going to talk about something I guess was very timely for today, and it's about being resilient the whole aspect of resilience. You know, we're facing a major crisis today. You know, you have a, panic, a pandemic uh, virus that's going around, you know, the coronavirus, and people's lives are being impacted each and every day. People are getting sick. People are dying. People are t- pretty much losing their uh, right almost to move around and to do, you know, to live their life on a daily basis. People are out of work. People, I mean, there's just so many things are happening. And, and the question we have to ask ourselves, you know, how can we be resilient in such time as these? Um, you really, you know, one of the best ways to judge a person is by measuring their resilience, because who you are is who you are in the midst of adversity. Many times, you know, people can can do well when things are prospering, when things are good for them, when things are going, you know, a okay, and you know everything is happy, and everything is dandy, everything is fine. But when adversity comes, when trials come, when circumstances come, you know, who you are will definitely be revealed who, you know, in the midst of that adversity. But the good news is that God made us built to last. I know know we're going through a lot of things, but I want you to be encouraged that God made you built to last. And that the act of being resilient, like so many other things in life, requires a decision. Resilience is built into a person. It's not automatically instilled in you. And so hopefully, sometimes through great, through experiences, through trials, through tribulation and testing, we grow in resilience as we endure and come through those circumstances, those trials, those obstacles, you know, successfully. So like I said earlier, we all go through. Someone, somebody once said to me, life is funny, but it ain't no joke. Meaning that life brings us sunshine, it brings us storms, and eventually sunsets. There will be struggles, there will be testing and trials that's going to try us emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And you can have the greatest of faith, but your faith will be tested by the things you will experience in life. Bottom line, each and every Christian, each and every person would have to go through a certain amount of trials and tribulation in their lifetime. That's no exception. We all go through You know, there are so many things going on in our lives at times that sometimes it can be a burden to bear. Many of us have stressful jobs, others have important roles as parents or students, or any other number of relationships within society. Even for those in ministry, the calling of God on our lives. You know, commit us to so many tasks with so many people calling upon us, sometimes draining us. And how many of us feel the weight of a crushing schedule, you know, family requirement, anxiety, about how we're going to make ends meet and dealing with relationships that we're uh, experiencing? Well, I want you to know that God does have a plan for our trials. You're not just going through trials sometimes, many times, uh, just for nothing. God has a plan for us. Sometimes God used trials as a way of building up us, you know, building up our spirit and building the spirit of perse- perseverance in us. You know, God knows that we have an enemy, and just like an army is conditioned to fight and win, God sometimes allows trials as a way of conditioning our spirit and our will in a complicated world. James chapter one verse twelve says, "God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him." Now, unfortunately, sometimes we suffer because of our own mistakes. Another thing, uh, many times the things that we are dealing with in life are self-inflicted. But even though those things are self-inflicted, God has still made you built to last to get through those things to correct your mistake to correct your errors. Uh, but we gotta sometimes, especially when we know that we have a purpose in life, and that's very important. So yeah, sometimes things happen. Uh, sometimes we bring things upon ourselves. But resilience is our ability to, you know, get through those things, or hopefully correct those things, and keep moving forward. Like I said, trials and testing helps develop our character. Romans 5, 3, and 6 said, not only so, but we also glory in our suffering, because we know that suffering, suffering produces perseverance, perseverance produces character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. In other words, as we're developing, we should be developing in the midst of the trials and circumstances that we, that we're going through. Tell you what, one of the worst things that can happen to us is to go through something and not learn anything from it. And that's what futility is. Futility is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the results to change. And that's not always happening. So hopefully as you, as you are going through the trials, you're, you're being developed spiritually, emotionally, and physically. As uh, Also, as we endure trials, we develop knowledge and wisdom that can help other people. I mean, you can help someone because you've been through that situation. Uh, Many times we can throw around scriptures, but you know, like for instance, you know, grieving and trauma. But if you've been through trauma and you've been through grief, you can speak real well on those things. Some people say your misery may be your ministry. And to kind of give you an idea, my life has been a lesson to so many people. The things I've endured have become speaking points to so many other people, helping them realize that they're not the only one going through. And hopefully... The things I've shared with them provided them a roadmap to get through some of the obstacles and challenges that they face. For the believer, you know, trials remind us who is our God and how God is always there and will deliver us. Remember the disciples in the boat and the storm came and Jesus spoke to the elements and he he calmed the storm. I mean, that's the experience, you know, that we realize, hey, God is always there with us in our boat. Uh, and He will, you know, protect us and save us and keep us. Trials also teach us to be more thankful. First Thessalonians chapter 5 says, Always be joyful. Always keep on praying. Be thankful, for this is the will of God concerning us. Ephesians 5.20 says, Give thanks for everything, always, to God the Father. And finally, you know, trials help us to build our faith in the Lord. You know, James one twenty. James chapter one said, consider it pure joy when you fall into diverse trials and temptation, because it builds fate within you. So that really helps us to grow and develop. You know, that's a story about the caterpillar and the cocoon. You know, as the caterpillar began to break out of the cocoon, he builds strength. And by the time he breaks out, he you know, he becomes a butterfly. But if you break the caterpillar out of the cocoon too soon, he would be underdeveloped, and he could even die. So, as we go through things, the pressures of life really help develop us and transform us, and that's something we have to remember. We also think about being a blessing and being an example to other people. A little bit about my life: I've gone through almost everything that you can possibly think. I was raised, in, you know, in poverty, pretty much poverty in the rural area. Uh, I experienced a divorce, you know. I experienced the death of a spouse. I'd experienced uh, you know, having autistic children. I have so many things that have impacted my life and now I use that to help other people. So I understand, you know, this aspect of resilience. The line is open, if you'd like to call with a question and make a comment. I would love to talk to you. My phone number here is one 1451 five one one four five one. I'm Pastor Ken Jones broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. When we come back we're gonna talk about what is this thing called resilience. <music> Did you know that your beliefs
2: create your entire reality? But it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session.
1: Like it was almost
2: instant, like... I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness.
4: Definitely if something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a
2: flow inside. Yeah, It feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416 529 7429. Energetic Magic. On the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, find your greater happiness. Be well, be aware, be
1: magical. French Rastafarian baker, Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Shek Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. in combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Oogmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.FrenchChefOog.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon Appetit and bless up.
3: I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. And today we're talking about resilience. Our phone number here is 866 451 1451 if you'd like to call and participate. I mean, maybe you want maybe you want to share a story about an aspect of resilience when you demonstrate resilience in your life. Maybe you got to ha- maybe you have some questions about how do you, you know, maintain or uh, how do you develop resilience when you're going through. So just give me a call. We'd like to I would like to talk to you. So we're going to talk about what is this word. I was talking about last segment that we all go through, and the thing that helps us go through is something that God has placed in us, and and that is resilience. So what is resilience? Well, resilience is the strength we have to face and work through stresses, changes, and adversity in our life. Resilience, Resilience provides us a toolbox of coping mechanism that we can learn, develop, and use when and we're in a situation, we don't have control of that situation, or that situation may bring suffering, pain, emotional or physical loss, and emotional grief. It could be like a, a trauma. It could be uh, like a loss of a loved one. It, it could be a financial challenge. Things that we don't have, any, sometimes we may not have total control over, and we're trying to get through that. Spiritual resilience is defined as the ability to sustain an individual's sense of self and purpose, a set of beliefs, principles, or value. It's what you believe and what you purpose in your life. All those things are important when you're going through. Because many times, if if you don't know who you are and what you are about and who you serve, you're not going to make it. In most cases, you're going to struggle real hard. Because resilience is an attitude. It enables us to keep pressing forward through life obstacles. And also try to remain positive and remain in faith. It's our ability to successfully absorb negative life events, to adapt to them, and to continue tackling life tasks in the face of challenging conditions, to a point that you're thriving, surviving, and eventually overcoming. So ask yourself, do you consider yourself resilient? What do you do when faced with a situation, a trial, or circumstances that you didn't expect or recognize the magnitude of it? How do you how do others see you in the midst of those circumstances? Are you a bad, angry person, angry at everybody, intolerable? Do you cry? You cry a lot? Do you quickly blame others for your issues, never assuming responsibility of resolving in yourself to endure? How do other people see you? Can they count on you when things get hot? Do you grow from your trials? Have you become stronger by the things you have endured? Most important, who do you trust in the midst of the challenges that you face? Do you only trust yourself? How is your faith? Do you feel that you're the only one going through these things? Like I said, resilience is our ability to cope with a stress and adversity and bounce back to a previous state of normal functioning. In other words, I, I I'm going through a financial crisis. Uh, I've had some setbacks. I may have to budget. I may have to you know deny myself some things. But now I'm back. In charge. And one time I was $80,000 in debt. And I tell you, it took some challenges. Um, it it took me uh, denying myself a lot of things. But eventually, eventually I got through. Because I, I remember my purpose. I remember, you know, who I was. And I also remember my fate, too. See, resilience keep you from being taken out by the things you face. Resilient fate that comes through resilience helps us to see, through, see us through trouble, temptation, and trial. And at, the, and at the end of that, we come out stronger. That's why resilient faith says no matter the problem, I have the ability, I got the spirit, I got the faith, and a God who will look after me and, and uphold me through it. Now, resilience is not about being a tough guy or a tough girl. Remember how we were told to take punishment or, you know, take it like a man or, you know, be rough and and not to show weakness. Or, no, that has nothing to do with resilience. It's not about also suffering without purpose. Resilience builds us up and we can grow and develop from the trials of life. You know, to not to gain anything from this and not to grow from this is just plain ig- ignorant. And resilience is not a false bravado that creates an image of toughness because the resilience should actually build character, faith, and personal courage. So don't get confused in what resilience is. Like I said, resilience is about adjusting, adapting, and overcome. It does not mean that the person that's going through things is unaffected or uncaring about the life change, but it reflects that person's heart's ability to suffer greatly and to grow from it. Resilience not only allows us to go through trials, but it also allows us to grow from those trials as well. And that's why resilience should be the biblical or spiritual norm for Christians. The Bible talks about so many things about us to press on and to overcome hardship and temptation and to persevere in the face of trial. Resilience is also proactive. It's not about just merely recovering from one trial or another, but it's also developing skills so you can deal with future trials and, you know, future challenges. And like I said earlier, resilience is a decision. You have to make up in your mind that you're going to endure this thing or whatever you face and that you're going to commit yourself to recovery or achieving your victory. You know, in the midst of this coronavirus and all the things going on, you know, I, make a de- I made a decision. And we're going to do all we can to make sure that we do the right things. That, you know, that the, the guidance that's given to us And I'm praying, and I'm praying for my family, praying for other people, praying for the church, praying for this country, that we're going to endure this thing. We're built to last. We're strong. And that's why I say the resilience is developed within you. God has graced you to endure many things through this process. And not only does the resilience define us as a person, but it also helps us to understand our purpose and our God and our connection to both. See, it doesn't matter how many times you fall, but how many times you get up. So you always remember that one thing in life, the only thing constant in life is change. We live in a fallen world where things that we face are inevitable. We're going to face tough times. We're going to face adversity. We're going to face setbacks and failures and losses. But resilience allows us to adjust to the changes in life and live with purpose to the best of our ability in any given circumstance. I have to strive each and every day. And I know many of you are striving each and every day in the midst of the chaos, the stress, the the changes that we're doing. And I pray that God is in the process also developing you in this process through resilience. The line is open. You'd like to call with questions or make a comment. Our phone number here is 1-866-451-1451. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this aspect of resilience. So stay tuned.
2: Dr. RC will share extraordinary resources and services that promote educational success as well as making a difference in the lives of all social workers as well as the lives of children, adolescents, and teens of today. She will have open discussions addressing many of the issues that we face about our youth and how being employed in the uniquely skilled profession of social work for over 18 years has taught invaluable lessons through her personal experiences. She will also provide real-life facts examples and personal stories that will confirm that why serving as a child advocate is extremely beneficial when addressing the needs of the whole child listen live saturdays 10 a.m eastern on the bbm global network and tune in radio as dr rc will provide thought-provoking information that will empower encourage and strengthen students families and communities across our nation you can also visit her at
1: soarwithkatie.com. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly-Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. And we're back. This is Life Cycle,
3: coming to you live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and today we're talking about resilience. Our phone number here is 1-866-451-1451. If you'd like to call and participate, that's 1-866-451-1451. Maybe you might want to share a story about, you know, resilience in your life. You know, something that you encountered and how the resilience got you through that. You may have some questions about how to uh, grow resilience. We're going to talk about this also in the next segment. Uh, so the question is, what makes people resilient? Well, there are several things. The first thing is our faith. You know, what you believe will determine your thoughts, your belief, your thinking, and your behavior. You know, a good example is David. When David says in Psalm 23, about the Lord is my shepherd, I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths being an honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close to, close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. So if you listen to Psalm 23, David is saying, look, I can endure these things because, God, you're with me. You're going to renew my strength. You're going to lead me in the in way that I need to go. And you're always close beside me. It was David's assurance in God and what God would do for him that allowed him to endure the many trials that he did and also to deal with the failures and setbacks that he also experienced because he also knew that God would care for him, strengthen him, and always be near and would protect him. You know, the thing that keeps me through when I go to hardships and setbacks is that I know that my God is near me, that God will see me through like he's done so much in the past. He will protect me. He will bless me, he will strengthen me, he was empower me. Another aspect uh with tons of resilient people that they have like an inner peace that surpasses human understanding. So they can stand at peace and trusting even in the midst of trial. That's what makes a person resilient. Another thing that makes a person resilient is having purpose. You know, purpose allows you to see beyond the trials and and to avoid, you know, murmuring and complaining. which may hinder God's blessing in your life, allows you to see a greater picture than what you're experiencing sometime day to day. They also say that resilient people are enduring people. That means that, you know, that that, that means your life is not always rosy. It's not flower beds of Eden. But they realize that God's power would work it in them as they submit to God and submit to his spirit would cause them to stand, to thrive, and eventually overcome. I like what Paul was saying in Second Corinthians chapter four, verse eighty-nine. He was talking about the condition of the church. He said, "We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed; perplexed, but not in despair; persecuted, but not abandoned; struck down, but not destroyed." In other words, resilient people are not immune to hardship. However, they can they can emerge from hardship. You know, although they may be scarred, but yet they become stronger. Notice what Paul is saying. Hey, we were pressed on every side, but hey, we wasn't crushed. Uh, we, were in, we were perplexed, confused, but so, not in despair. We were persecuted, but we knew we were, not, we were not abandoned. We were struck down, but hey, it didn't kill us. And that's what you had to understand, that resilient people say, yeah, I'm, I know I'm going through, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the victory. I know my God is going to help me. He's going to push me through. And that's something inside of me that's going to keep going because I understand my purpose. I understand what I want. There's something greater than this, and I'm going to endure it to the end until I get it. Resilient people understand also that it's not about their power, but God's power. Zechariah chapter 4, 6 says, But it's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. In other words, it's not by our own might or our own power, but it's by God's power working through us and in us and for us that we have victory. Ephesians 3, 16 says that, God will strengthen us in the inner man by his spirit. Psalms 18, 20, 29 says, In your strength, I can crush any army. I can, with my God, I can scale any wall. Like David was saying, Lord, because you empower me because you're strengthening me, I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. Philippians 4, 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. So like I said, Paul was saying, they are doing so many hardships, But they were able to walk through each hardship because they trusted in God. Resilience doesn't immediately take you out of the problem. Just because you're going through, you you know, I'm going to be resilient, poof, you're out of the problem. No, it's going to take you through the problem. It doesn't always take away the pain and hurt feelings, but it gives you the ability to handle the pain. Resilience doesn't take you out of the storm, but it, it can calm you in the midst of the storm because you know who truly controls the elements in your life. I keep saying that because sometimes people think that, you know, peace, prosperity, and uh, all this other thing is the, is the absence, you know, of trouble, the absence of adversity. You know, just like courage, it's not the absence of fear. It's that you just stir yourself up to go, even though you may be feeling fearful. You know, I was a, one night at, when I was an officer candidate school, I was a lieutenant. We were out patrolling, and it was 33 degrees and freezing rain. I mean, I was drenched and cold through and through. So I called the main base and asked them, "Say, look, we're freezing out here, and we're possibly experiencing hypothermia. Can we return to base? <laughs> there was a silence on the radio, and the command came back, keep driving on. <laughs> Boy, I was so ha- angry and <laughs> freezing and wanted to quit that night. But then I realized something. I said, based upon past training, they, they made that decision that these conditions are not going to hinder me from co- continuing my mission. And I also realized when I finished, I was stronger than I thought thought. You know, sometimes God may say, keep going. That's why faith is believing that God could do something at any moment that could change the direction of your life, and you don't want to miss out on that. That's why you want to keep moving forward. We did a 15-mile road march, and I remember one of the guys quit. He finally just quit and just fell in the ditch on his back, and right around the corner was the finish line. Your blessing may be one hour away, maybe 30 minutes away, maybe one day away, That's why you need that resilience to keep going. Having that resilience, what makes us endure? That's four things that helps you to endure. The first thing is your values. What you believe in, what you find important in your life. If you don't value anything, you're not going to endure anything. Also, having perseverance. That's the ability to keep going when things look bad or difficult. And that's connected to your faith. Also, having perspective. Sometimes you got to see the bigger picture of what you're going through. If you don't see the bigger picture of what you're going through, you know, 1 uh, Corinthians 9 says that we all run, but only one receives the prize. So you got to run in such a way to take that prize. And having purpose, the ability to remember what your goals and how purpose is connected to those goals and God's will for your life. Those are some of the things that involve uh, having An aspect of resilience. The line is open. You'd like to call in with questions or comments. Our phone number is 1 866 451 1451. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Stay tuned.
2: Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3
1: p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean. The Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels.
2: Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you.
3: I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle. Coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn In Radio. And today we're talking about resilience. Our phone number here is one eight six six is 1-866-451-1451 If you'd like to call in and participate, we'll talk about some of the characteristics of uh, resilient people, and one of the a couple of other things about resilient people is that they have a they have a sense of confidence and contentment in the in their abilities and their gifts that God has provided them to walk and you know be, to be able to succeed. You know, David focused more on his God-given strength and his failures. Yeah, he had down moments, but he knew that God would keep him, empower him, and give him the victory. Many times, people who don't realize their own worth, they don't realize their own strength, they don't realize their own support mechanism, uh, they don't do well when things get rough. Also, resilient people recognize the importance of relationship. Resilient people maintain relationship with family, friends, and people they connect to to help them share burden, share their burdens, as well as the victories in life. And so a lot of times people think that they can do things by themselves, but no. You are, you are made for relationship, and relationships are important. Resilient people are also adaptable and flexible. Uh, they don't get so rigid in their life and rigid in their thinking and, and that they can't receive knowledge or wisdom or guidance and exercise discernment. They have to be, sometimes sometimes to change. You may have to change. And you got to be resilient to change sometimes. What you've been doing is not getting you the results that you need. Finally, uh, resilient people really cult and cultivate an attitude of gratitude. They know that all things will work together for their good. And so therefore, you know, they have an attitude of praise. They have an attitude of worship. They have an attitude of thankfulness. All those things are important. When, uh, and, for, and, and these are the things you see operating. In resilient people. Now I want to share something I shared with my congregation the other day about resiliency and, and I told them that uh, I wish I was a cockroach and you may say okay what well, a cockroach? Why well, he said a cockroach, you know what, what's going on here? You went for being resilient and now you're saying you're a cockroach. Well you know cockroaches are mysterious beings and things like that. They're mysterious bugs but they say you know in a nuclear holocaust a cockroach will still live. So let me share with my experience with you about this cockroach. I caught a cockroach in my microwave a long, long time ago, and I, I don't know what he was doing in there, but he got in there, and, and uh, I, went, now I don't even see any cockroach anymore in my life, thank God. But when I saw him, I said, I'm going to burn him to I'm gonna burn him to death. I hope there's no Peter people listening. But anyway, I closed the microwave door, and I set it on one minute, and, I, and boy, the, micro, the microwave started running. The cockroach kept looking at me, and I was waiting for any moment of him to explode or catch fire. But nothing happened, and when he opened, them, when I opened the microwave door, he just ran out like nothing happened. And I began to think, you know, man, I could be like that cockroach that, when things get too handle, too hot to handle in my life, when the pressures of life just heat up and it seems like I can't go on, I want to be able to stand up, stand just like that roach, wait till the door open and just walk out. But then I found out there was two reasons why I wrote that roach did not burn and didn't die. The first reason is that cockroaches have very little flesh material in them. Without flesh material, there's nothing to burn. The Bible talks about us being spiritual and not fleshly. And the reason why many times if we fail and we don't endure the hard time because we operate too much in the flesh and not in the spirit. To stay, to stay strong in, in tough times, we need to operate in the spirit that God has empowered us the bible said the spirit gives life and the flesh profited nothing the second reason why uh that cockroach was able to live because he stood still in an area where the heat could not impact him in other words they said there are certain parts in the microwave that the heat is not there so that cockroach stood in a place where he could not be impacted by the heat and many times the bible tells us to stand still and see god work in our life. The word stand still means cease all unnecessary activity. So when we're going through, when we're dealing with things, sometimes we just need to stand still and allow God to work on our behalf. Many people today are running around in fear and anxiety. They're hoarding and they're hiding because they cater more to their flesh than to the spirit. And they're not really trusting in God to keep them, especially during times like these. And that's why we got to learn to strive and stay in the spirit and not in the flesh so that we can persevere through hard times. Now, you don't have to be a cockroach. Just be a faithful follower and realize that you are a spirit being. And God's spirit operates in you and provides you wisdom and power and understanding. And when the heat is on, sometimes just stand still. Stay out of the flesh and trust in the Lord. Just like that cockroach, we were built to and empowered to endure hardship. So when you get encumbered with cares of this world and the failing of your flesh, just think about that cockroach today. That is what God is. You know, God, he made us who we are. But he also, like I said, he's given us the power. He's given us the strength. He's given us wisdom and knowledge that when we go through these circumstances, you know, we can endure them too as well. And when the heat is on, I know some. sometimes the heat is definitely on in our life. And it seems like it's hard to bear. But if we just do those things that God called us to do, we can learn to be resilient. We can walk in the wisdom of God. We can also call upon God for strength so that we can endure, make good decisions as well. And that's the key, you know, to being a resilient person, to be resilient each and every day of our life. And so I'd I share that story because I know it's kind of funny, but it's also at the same time that these are very important. And most important, Paul says, uh, Apostle Paul said, we got to be content. We have to be learn to be content regardless of our circumstances. There are certain things beyond our control. There are things beyond your control. But the one thing you can control is your response to it. Paul was determined to remain content. I always talk about people who react versus respond. Many times we always find ourselves reacting to things. That means if we don't think properly. We just, you know, just shooting, going off the, shooting from the hip. But a response is a measured reaction. And if we learn to respond, we can get the wisdom and the knowledge. You know, from God and from others that we trust in to help us to respond properly when going through circumstances, when going through situations in our life. Most importantly, we need to learn how to pray. And when we're praying, we're also saying, look, God, this is beyond my hand. You're my higher power. I trust in you. I put my hope in you. I draw strength from being in your presence, and that would allow us to uh, to be able to deal with the circumstances and adversities of life. So how are you when you're going through? Do you trust? Are you empowered? There's just too much flesh. You become too anxious, become too worried, become too stressful, become a too bitter at people, blaming others for your circumstance, blaming others for your situation. Oh, that's not really going to change anything. But if you just trust in God and realize your purpose, realize uh, you know what you're really about, that's what's going to make the difference and make you more resilient, make you an overcoming. The line is open. You'd like to call in with questions or make a comment. Our phone number is one eight six six four five one one four five one. 866 451 I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And stay tuned as we continue this conversation.
1: Intergenerational programming is uniting America due to the tireless efforts of Dr. Ramona Frischman. Retired from the Miami-Dade County Public School System, Dr. Frischman continues to develop intergenerational learning programs aimed to improve the lives of children, young adults and seniors through unique strategies and public policy in order to establish a mutually supportive agenda. She views intergenerational programs as a resource for policymakers and the general public on economic, social, and personal initiatives that govern our society. Her work bridges the generational gap, providing many individuals the opportunity to explore areas of common ground and celebrate each other's diversity. Contact Ramona Frischman at RamonaLong at AOL.com or visit www.gu.org to learn more about intergenerational programming.
4: Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com.
3: I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Lifecycle. Coming to you live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we've been talking about resilience. Our phone number here is 1451, if you'd like to call in and participate, it's still not too late. Well, we were talking about things about resilient people. We talked about how the uh, resilient people have an attitude of gratitude. Uh, you know, they, no matter how serious the hardship they're facing, they're always things that you can be grateful for. Uh, you know, going through poverty in the South, you know, we were grateful for having family and friends, people to look out for us and people to help us. And we all came together as community. Uh, another aspect of resilience, uh, is to learn from other people. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens his friend. You can learn from a lot of people who've already gone through what you're going through now. Don't block yourself off. Don't just try to make yourself a long ranger. There are other people who have gone through this. It's good to seek the wisdom and knowledge from those people who have gone through. You know, I tell this story before, I think I'm going to take a moment to, when I was in Desert Storm, uh, that was we went we had to go across a major obstacle, and that was you know, mines, explosive, everything that went, you know, that was going on because this obstacle. It you know, it's a minefield pretty much. And we didn't know what to do. I was a platoon leader. I had several vehicles I was in charge of, and I can see an explosion going on here and there, and people were asking me, What 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 are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Lieutenant, what are you gonna do? And I saw the tanks go through. And when I saw the tanks go through, the tanks were heavy vehicles. They're very hard vehicles. And they had already went through. So usually the mines didn't, don't really bother the tank because of its size, its weight, and its power. But they made good tracks. So when I saw the tracks, I told my my people, my soldiers, to put their tracks in the tracks of the tanks. And we followed the tank tracks that we got through the minefield. When I came out the minefield, God revealed to me that sometimes in life there are hardship, there's adversity, there's optical, there are minefields. And when you don't know what to do, look at those who have gone before you. Tanks are resilient. Look at those resilient people who have gone before you. Put your tracks in their tracks and walk on through. Those are things you have to learn in terms of resilience. You can't do it by yourself. How to be resilient through suffering is what we're also going to talk about. And to be resilient through suffering, you have to put that trial in perspective. Whatever you're going through, you gotta look at it in the right perspective. You know, the Bible says that uh trouble doesn't last always, you know, it only last for a little while. You know, some of you may say, Well, look, I've been going through suffering for years, but if you have an eternal mindset, you know, that the our lives is not really based on we live down this earth. If you're born again, you have a s you're a Christian, you have an eternal uh perspective. You need to have an eternal perspective. That the thing I'm dealing with now is not and I wouldn't trade it for the glory of eternal eternity with God. You know, Paul had this perspective when he wrote, uh, he said, Look, for the light of affliction that we're dealing with now is not nothing as compared to the eternal weight of glory when he left this earth. He said the things that we deal with on this earth are temporal, but our relationship with God is eternal. So sometimes we gotta get the right perspective in that trial. We also gotta look at the greater picture. You know, you heard me talk about being a soldier. I've been doing basic training, countless military ex- exercises in various weather and terrain. I even went to war. But the greater picture was a secure future for me and my family. So yeah, I've, yeah, I've been in some situations. I've been in hot weather, cold weather. I've been in a lot of things. And I put my body through a lot of things. But the greater picture, when I saw the hardships, was a secure future for me and my family. While you may suffer through a major trial, you know, the results may be profitable for you for a lifetime. If you just live in day to day, resilience is not in your character. Many can't see the forest from the trees, as they say. Many that they can not see how if they can endure for just a moment can lead to blessings of a lifetime. Not only you gotta put that trial in perspective, you gotta put God in perspective when you're going through. You gotta realize that God has your back, that the God of all power who cares for you will see you through anything that you may face. God is bigger than our problems. And the Bible says he will never leave us or forsake us. The Bible says he is mighty to save us from every trial. So sometimes you got to remind yourself daily of the mighty works that, of God and what he has done in your life and what he's going to do for you. You also got to put God's purpose in perspective. Realize that God is always at work in you, developing and perfecting you, that God is perfecting you through this, you know, that he's going to perfect, he's going to con- confirm, he's going to strengthen, he's going to establish you. Also, he, uh, he would also be re- equipped. He's also going to repair and, and make you complete through this circumstance. You know, I had a friend of mine. He had a daughter. Him and his wife had a daughter, and the daughter was a paraplegic, and I watched him and his wife take care of her, and I said, man, it's a lot of work. All the things they had to deal with her. You know, they had to get special, you know, uh, you know chair for her. They had to feed her and everything. And, and then finally, when she was like 12, I think she died. And I didn't know any better because I didn't have my autistic children then. And I said, well, you know, now maybe you and your wife can enjoy the rest of your lives, you know? And I mean, he snapped back at me, he said, Ken, before we had our daughter, my wife and I was the most selfish people in the world. But having that daughter perfected us. It made us understand the love of God. And it also increased the love that we have for each other. So, you know, sometimes we judge people's experiences based on how we would do things, how we experience things. Sometimes you may not see God working and developing in you, God perfecting you, God restoring you, God blessing you. Those are things you got to realize when you're going through these trials. Now, I want to encourage you when you're going through things and don't try to solve problems with the same thinking that created them. Resilient people try not to make the same mistake over and over again. Also, grow from your trial. Grow from your failures. Grow from your circumstances. Allow God to prune you. Allow God to develop you. We talked about the aspect of rejoicing in all things, even the little things. And also building relationships. All those things are important. You know, I talked about my friend and, and, and their daughter who was paraplegic. And I tell you, having autistic children, although it's challenging at times, it's perfecting me, it's developing me, it's strengthening me. I mean, I learned a lot about patience. (laughs) I learned a lot about, you know, developing my character. It's taking me out of selfishness and to more selflessness. So when you think about, you know, what you're going through and what you're experiencing, you got to put those things in the right perspective. Put God in the right perspective, knowing that God is developing you. Also, put that trial in the right perspective. Yeah, you, you're dealing with some things. You may have to wait. You may have to suffer through some things. But think about what God is doing to you in the process. You know, sometimes we may have to wait on our blessing. And in the process of waiting on that blessing, we have to endure. But in the process of enduring, God is developing us. So we'll be ready to receive that blessing when we when we do receive it. Some of us got too much pride. Someone's got too much fear, too much anxiety. And God is said, hey, well, even when you get this blessing, you're not going to be able to appreciate it, or you're not going to be able to manage it. So remember, we talked about it at the beginning that God developed us through these trials. And he does that, and he strengthens you through the aspect of resilience. The line is open. You'd like to call with question or make a comment. Our number here 451 1-866-451-1451. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, Broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And we're going to come back in a few minutes and wrap this up, so stay tuned.
4: Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective, and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online.
3: Make your home your own. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle, coming to you live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we've been talking about resilience. And I appreciate having the opportunity to talk to you, and hopefully, this message has encouraged you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I'm going to share with you a few other things to remember that I hope to encourage resilience within you. And we're going to read some of this, a few scriptures as we get ready to close today. Romans eight twenty eight says, "And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose." You know, if we have a positive outcome, and know that all things will work out for our good, it would make even the greatest hardship bearable to endure. You know, it's like going out on the football field and knowing at the end, at the end of the game, you're gonna win, even though it may be a tough game. But you know you're gonna win, and so we know that if things gonna to work together for our good, God gonna work it out good for us. It will help us to endure this thing even so much better because we know and we trust that God will bring us through. The second scripture is in First Thessalonians five eighteen. He said, "Give thanks." in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, your attitude will determine your altitude. A merry heart, a praise-filled mouth, a sincere worship and thanks will raise you above your circumstances, empowering you to recover, to restore, and remember that God's goodness and mercy to overcome Joshua 1.9 says, Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That scripture said, don't give in to fear. The same God that brought you through before would do it again. Another scripture, Psalm 23, verse 6, says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is God's promise that goodness and mercy will permeate all the days of our life. No matter what you things may look like now, you may say, I don't I ain't seeing it right now. But it's still God's promise. We have to trust in the shepherd that He will lead and guide us through the obstacles unto greener pasture. So you can't always go by the way things looking now. Things may not be looking as great as you want it to be looked now. But if you just trust in the Lord, he will keep you. Another scripture says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. There's no doubt about it. No one is immune from tough times. But tough times doesn't have to last forever. Joy will come in the morning. So I hope what I share with you has been encouraging that will help strengthen you, especially as we're going through this time and we're going through this crisis, not only as a country, but as a world. I would like for you to encourage someone today. Let them know that they can endure, that they will make it, that God is not forsaken them, that God is with them. That's what we ought to do as, as Christians, to realize that you know we, we know the Word, we have the purpose, we have the strength that, that could help us accomplish anything we we do if we just endure and be resilient. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, encouraging you to be strong and be resilient. And I look forward to see talking to you again next week. So stay tuned. Have a blessed week. <laughs>
2: This has been Life Cycle with your host, Pastor Ken Jones. If you're trying to manage your life cycle, be it with relationships, grief, or marriage, tune in to Pastor Ken Jones' Life Cycle.
1: You've been listening to the BBM Global Network.